Hi, and welcome to Enriched Perspective with Mike and Talisha Wallace, where we seek to shift paradigms through the exploration of biblical principles. I'm Mike. And I'm Talisha. Welcome Welcome to to the the podcast. podcast. So today we're going to talk about patience and perseverance. I'm going to start with the definitions as usual. So the definition to patience is quiet, steady, perseverance, even-tempered care, diligence, an ability or willingness to suppress restlessness or annoyance when confronted with delay. Wow. Okay, and the definition to perseverance is steady persistence in a course of action, a purpose, a state, etc., especially in spite of difficulties, obstacles, or discouragement. So, why are these two things so important in our lives? Well, the reason why they're so important in our lives is because, as we know for sure, when you're going through life, there are a lot of things that you would like to obtain, mm-hmm. you would like to achieve, but it doesn't happen in the time frame which you sometimes expect it to. Oh. So uh, perseverance and patience are critical when you're talking about just trying to be successful in life in general. Mm-hmm. We've been married for 25 years. We've been through quite a few um, adventures, if you want to call it that, that we've had to put on some patience and persevere through. So I'm just thinking, we got married, we were like 20 and 19. Yep. And it's like, wow, just different stages that we go, we went through or st- and are still going through. Um, just this, this topic kind of brings it all together just into focus of what it took for us to get to where we are today. Absolutely. If it wasn't for patience and definitely for perseverance, we would not be in the position that we're in today. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you mentioned before, it's very critical uh, to just your continuance and just your growth and development. Mm-hmm. So the reason why uh, this came to mind as far as a topic is there was a scripture that came to mind, um, Hebrews 6 and 15. Mm-hmm. And it says, and so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. And this particular passage of scripture in Hebrews, the context is chapter 6 of Hebrews verses 10 through 15. And it was just talking about um, continuing in the work that God has given you and making sure that you, you know, you just don't quit. Mm-hmm. And one of the examples that they used was um, Abraham and talking about how after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. And when we think about Abraham, the blessing or the promise that was given to him was that he was going to be blessed or in him was all nations going to be blessed. Mm-hmm. But then also he was saying, multiplying, I will multiply thee. Yeah. And the blessing part came pretty quick yeah. you know, after he had left from amongst his kindred and went out to a place that God was going to show him. Immediately he started to obtain things. Mm-hmm. Like he got cattle, he got land, he got oxen, he got manservants and maidservants. You know, a lot of different things from a, a monetary perspective were happening positively for him. Mm-hmm. Um, even when he gave uh, Sarah <laughs> to the Egyptian king, it mm. turned out to be a blessing for him because the king ended up giving him all kinds of gifts and things, mm-hmm. you know, as kind of a way to assuage the anger of God. Yeah. And it made Abraham come out even richer wow. uh, than he was before. So he, he was definitely m- increasing from a monetary standpoint. But that multiplication thing was an issue. Mm -hmm. Um, As we know, Sarah was barren. And throughout the course of their marriage, she was never able to conceive a child. But God said that he was going to multiply him. And even Abraham at one point said, well, how is this going to happen when the only person that I have to give my inheritance to or to pass on, you know, these blessings that you've given me is a servant. Mm -hmm. And then God said, no, you're going to have a child. And he went on and, of course, eventually we go to the story of Hagar. Sarah was like, okay, well, evidently it must be me. So here's Hagar. Because at that point, God didn't actually specify that he was going to have a child by Sarah. He just said he's going to have a child. Mm -hmm. So Sarah, doing what they did in that time frame, her handmaid or her maidservant, was considered her and anything that came out of that womb was considered hers Mm -hmm. she was like a slave Mm -hmm. so she gave her to abraham and then abraham went into her and of course she conceived and that's how ishmael came about and he was like okay 
I must be good. You know, this is the child now that, you know, I have a son. Mm-hmm. And God was like, nope. Like, okay. That's not it. <laughs> wow. He said, it's going to be, you know, a child through your wife, Sarah. And he wow. was like, well, why couldn't just Ishmael stand before you? Why, mm-hmm. why couldn't he be the one? And God said, no, it's going to be through your wife, Sarah. Mm-hmm. So over the course of time, as we know, um, Abraham being, what, 99 years old, mm-hmm. Sarah being 90 years old, and her womb being all kinds of dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and at that point in time, God visited him again, and he told her that he, she was going to have a child. Mm-hmm. And she laughed, and he said, why are you laughing? He said, by this time of time of life, so forth and so on, you're going to have a child. Wow. And she ended up having a child. But the, the point of the matter is, is it took some... 20-some years from the time in which God told him that I'm going to make you, you know, as the stars of the sky and the the sand of the sea before he actually was able to even start to see the beginning of multiplication because he only had a son. Right. And like he had 15. Mm -hmm. He had Isaac. Mm -hmm. Well, he had Ishmael too, but God was like, nope, Isaac. Mm -hmm. And then... Of course, as you keep going, Isaac ended up having twins, um, Esau and Jacob, and then that's where it started to bloom. It was in that kind of like that third generation where they begin to really multiply. Wow. But the point of the matter is, is that in Abraham's situation, um, he had to be patient and he had to endure in order for him to obtain the promise that God had given to him. Mm-hmm. And when we bring it back to the our day and in our lives, a lot of times we struggle with that that detail right there mm-hmm. patiently mm-hmm. enduring yes when we and I was listen to something the other day when it's kind of funny when when god gives us a word or when somebody prophesies to us or when somebody speak a word to us mm-hmm. we automatically assume that it's supposed to happen like immediately right and a lot of times what i've learned over the course of my life is mm-hmm. that god will give you a word that <laughs> You ain't going to see the like the really the fruit of it till yeah. some years yeah. down the line. And it's very challenging at times to hold fast to that word that God has given you, especially when things are not going as well as you would have hoped, yes. especially when the situations that you find yourself in are counterintuitive to you obtaining right. that blessing or that stanchion that God has said he's going to put you in. Mm-hmm. It is really tough to, to really hold on to your faith and really have that patience to wait for God to bring whatever he said he's going yeah. to do to pass in your life. Wow. And I th- that's why I think it's so important that we do continue to build a, a good, strong relationship with God, know his voice, know that if he said something, that it will come to pass no matter how long it takes. And I think that does, like even the Bible says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Mm-hmm. You don't deviate from what he said. You don't try to force things to happen. You just say, okay. And I, I like this def- this part of the definition of patience where it says an ability or willingness to suppress restlessness. Mm-hmm. And that like when you talk about Sarah, she probably like, well, hey, let's just make this happen. And well, anyway, we won't get into all the other things they say about that, but she may have been like, let's just make it happen. But if God said through her, it was going to come through her. But mm-hmm. it's just a matter of waiting. And he says when confronted with delay, it's like you're willing to wait. And yep. that takes great discipline. <laughs> that doesn't happen overnight. That's a building of trust and experience to what, what you say, what the Lord said is. So it's going to happen eventually, no matter what comes. I'm just going to keep persevering and being steady and waiting and just believing the Lord. And that takes, it takes great faith to do that. Yeah. And a lot of times, again, it's that in that waiting that we are truly made. Yeah. And that's the part that we fail to understand or appreciate. Mm -hmm. And of course the being made part is sometimes difficult. It's challenging because it does press some of those buttons it does make you extremely uncomfortable it does cause you to question some things Mm -hmm. Um, it definitely caused you to rethink how you approach some things as well Mm -hmm. but all of that in my opinion and according to the word of god is necessary Mm -hmm. for you to be able to really get to where you need to be a lot of times in order to obtain the promise yes we assume that we're ready when it's spoken Mm -hmm. and we don't realize (laughs) that 
there is a process that we have to go through to prepare for what God has for us. Right. Uh, one person that comes to mind as well as we always talk about is Joseph. Mm -hmm. uh, he had that dream when he was a very young man about you know him being the one standing above his brothers and his father and his mother and everything and all of them bowing down to him and giving him obeisance or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But that didn't happen till some. 20-some yeah. or 20 years or so after the fact. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of life happening in between what he had dreamed. Right. To the point where he actually forgot mm -hmm. <laughs> that he even had the dream yeah. because so much life had happened and so many things had transpired. And where he ended up, which was, you know, sitting right next to Pharaoh, being second in command, he probably thought he would never see his siblings again. Mm -hmm. There was no reason, no purpose right. for them to cross paths, especially given the fact that they had sold him into slavery. So mm -hmm. they thought he was dead anyway. Right. But it's amazing how God works. How, Just like God has said, there came a time where there was a famine. And mm -hmm. just like he said, they needed to find somewhere. They needed some, some help. Mm -hmm. And he was in the right place at the right time and they end up doing exactly what the dream said bowing down and giving the obeisance mm -hmm. but he understood in that moment like it wasn't you that put me here it wasn't yeah. you that caused me to go through these things per se right. it was for it was god that did it and it was necessary for me to get to where i am mm -hmm. and to be in the position that i'm in so that i can help you right. if he had not went through um, Potiphar's house if he had not went through the prison how in the the world mm -hmm. would he have been able to stand or even get an audience with the king of Egypt yeah probably wouldn't even been a possibility right and for us because we don't always understand how we're going to get there mm -hmm. that's what really kind of kills yeah. us yeah and as an example when we was coming along like you said we got married very young mm -hmm. and my perception of, of what it meant to be able to have success or to be able to live in a manner where you could be comfortable was that, well, you had two to three kids spaced out every mm -hmm. couple of years. You really don't start building a family until you're in your mid-20s, late-20s or something like that. Yeah. And kind of got a lot of things already established and you just continue to build. But in our case, things happened a lot faster. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot of children back-to-back. -back and... I always talk about it kind of in jest, but it was one of the best things that could ever happen to me. I am thankful for the children that we had, and I'm thankful for the way we had them. But mm -hmm. the reality is, is while we were in it, it wasn't easy. Right. And it took some patience or it took me learning how to put on patience in order to be able to go through it. Yeah. And then to not give up and walk away. You stayed there. You stayed plugged in. Whatever you, the will of the Lord was, you received it and you did it. Yeah, and that's the part where um, it wasn't just me, but it was you too. Yeah. Uh, and that's the, the challenge is when the will of the Lord is not aligned with what your will is. Yeah. That's where your patience gets challenged. Mm -hmm. That's where your perseverance gets challenged. That's where that, because you will be annoyed. I'm not going to sit and act like you you won't get frustrated. You will. Yeah. You will get frustrated. You will get bothered. You will get agitated. You will have thoughts of wanting to quit and wanting to give up and wanting to try to do something else or trying to fix it yourself. Right. And in those moments is where we have need of patience. Right. And we don't realize, like, in those moments is where we're being made. Right. Because that's where we're learning truly how to trust in God. You human. Come on. Let's be real. Like, yeah, you're going to feel some kind of way. Yeah. And when we oh, was having yes. the children, oh, because my. it was happening so quickly, yeah, there was one time where I actually cried. Oh, yeah. Because I couldn't understand, like, what was going on? Why was this happening just, to me? Just you one know, time? That's it? It was, I, oh, I was wow. able to get through a couple of them. But <laughs> wow. Start getting to the point where it got heavy. Oh, yes. You know, and you're sitting there, you're trying to figure out, like, I'm trying to do everything right. I'm doing what everybody's telling me to do. But it seems like I keep, yeah. you know, going backwards instead of forwards. Mm -hmm. Because when you think about the weight and the responsibility of having children, mm -hmm. you think about even in the early 2000s and up to till now, like you hear all the different stories about how much it costs right. to raise children, you know, and, and just, just the responsibility. And you look at the world and how it is, it's like, how am I going to raise my children to, to have good moral value? And are they going to be able to live you know yeah. given again how the world is today 
where am I going to put these kids? I got six of them. <laughs> you know, yeah. how mm-hmm. are we going to feed these kids? Because sure. I make too much to get on any type of assistance, but mm-hmm. I don't really make enough to be living very well. So how are we going to manage? And these are the things that as a man, I was thinking about. Right. Like, how am I going to put clothes on their back? How am I going to put shoes on their feet? You know, we need transportation. How are we going to get from point A to point B? I want to make sure that you good because, again, yeah, you wouldn't expect him to have six kids, you know, and there was, you know, you had some things you probably you wanted to do. It's like, how do I make sure you are right with this new situation, which you didn't necessarily sign up for, just like I did. Right. We were in it, but we were in it together. Yeah. But we all had, we both had our own individual um, stresses, too, like what you're describing. I had mine, too, like. Such as? Hold on now. Let me remember. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our baby's 18, so. We've been through it. So now I got to kind of reminisce. But, yeah, just just the future, wondering how many more kids we was going to have. Um, are they going to be healthy? Worried about you, making sure you, you was in a good mental place. I didn't have a job, just making sure our finances were good. Um, I wasn't, didn't want to spend up unnecessary funds and make sure we had places to a place to live and being able to cook for everybody and, it's just being safe, keeping everyone together, getting back and forth to our destinations, you know, just schooling. And on top of that, um, just our own personal, my own personal um, dreams and visions and goals and stuff. Like, would that ever happen? Just all these different things going through these the stages of having children at that at the time in our life. Just want to be a good mother and a good wife. And a good sister and a daughter and a, all the other hats I wore or still wearing, but just wanted to be good at everything. It, it, it was overwhelming. Everybody, they, they depended on, they, they couldn't do for themselves. Did I have what it took? Was You know, was it enough? Yeah. I'm doing a good job. <laughs> like, are, are they okay? You know, just, is everybody okay? Just constantly concerned for everyone else, making sure that they're okay. Um, that that it's, It is heavy. Yeah, and that heavy burden, like you say, wearing all those different hats all mm-hmm. at once. And yeah. It came fast and in a hurry and trying to just navigate it all. And we were still young marriage. Well, yeah. we started having kids like, a, what, second or third second year? Second year, not third year. Second year of marriage yes. until. <laughs> oh, about the seventh year. Yeah, just. We were just having kids, and we were getting talked about and teased, and all kinds of things were happening. We were just trying to do the right thing. Yep. Doing what we were taught to do. It didn't seem like on the other side of there was there was a positive. It was just thank God they were healthy. We had good children. Thank you, Jesus. But it was just more than expected. Yeah, and that's the part that required some patience, understanding where still wanted to go and desired to go where you felt like you know you're being led to go but Mm -hmm. was it going to happen given everything that had occurred given the new i guess state of affairs that we were in uh, were we going to be able to and again i'm talking from the perspective of being a husband a father were we going to be able to provide Right. A safe space and place for our children to grow up in. Were we going to be able to to meet the needs that they had or would have in the future? How were we going to make ends meet? And that was mm-hmm. one of the things I did not want to have to do. I live in a, a perpetual state of trying to make ends meet. Yeah. And that's one of the things that really was uh, challenging for me to get my head around and to just make peace with it all. And f- in that moment, it was really me learning how to trust God as opposed to trusting my education and trusting, you know, my career choice and trusting my job. Yeah. Um, because that's, I mean, when you, when you are educated, when you are gainfully employable, uh, when you can go, you know, and command a certain salary, sometimes we can lose sight of it is God that gives us these things, uh, whether it's our health, whether it's our mental um, strength and ability, gives us the opportunity for us to be able to do what we do as far as taking care of our family. So it began to teach me how to, in spite of all of the accolades, to trust God and to learn how to put on patience, even in these situations that knowing that he sees me, he knows what I have need of, and he is going to provide. Mm -hmm. And 
again, that was very challenging for me because that was not how I wanted to live. Just to be honest. Yeah. I wanted to be able to just provide. I didn't want to have to rely on God. And it sounds bad, but I didn't want to. Oh, you're not the only person that you know, I just, been through I that. just wanted to be able to be comfortable. I wanted to be able to have what I need and be able to do what I wanted to do yeah. based on my capabilities and my my strengths and mm-hmm. you know, my giftings that he's given me. Yeah. I didn't want to have to trust God. Yeah. But that's where, again, he found a way mm-hmm. to put us in a situation where oh, I ain't got no choice. I, I really yeah. didn't because it was so much happening so fast. And if it had not been for God who was on our side and it had not been for the faith which he's given us, no, I, I don't think I would have been able to handle it. I wouldn't have been able to deal with it because yeah. I would have been looking at the situation and I would have been, you know, trying to figure it out in my own head and I couldn't have came up with a good answer. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, couldn't, I wouldn't have been able to figure out how I can do this on my own. Right. And that would have been more than enough to be like, you know what? Like say, cut your losses, move on, do something else. But thanks be to God, like I say, because of the faith that he's given us and because of his word and, and believing and trusting in his word. And now being in a situation where I have to learn how to truly trust him and take what's in the Bible, take what's on the pages and really allow it to be a reality in my life. Mm-hmm. I had to learn how to be patient. Yeah. Because I figured I've been patient all my life. <laughs> you know, grew up in poverty, you know didn't have a lot and this was my time this was my opportunity to really do something and to really make my mark and really make some headway as far as being able to prove that I can be something Mm -hmm. regardless of where I come from or my background or whatever obstacles I may have faced I can be something yeah and it was like yeah you can but you still got to learn some patience too yeah Um, you still got to learn and again, that patience was intended to to teach me something. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just there to to agitate me or to make me, you know, annoyed or to make me bitter. But it was intended to make me better than what I would have been had mm-hmm. I not had to wait. Right. And that's why I like this scripture in James. Um, it's James, the first chapter, two through four. Mm-hmm. And it says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. And the NIV puts it a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, when it talks about the trying of your faith, it says the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Wow. And it says, the, in the, the KJV says, worketh patience, but the NIV says, produces perseverance. Then it also says, so that you may be mature there and complete. Right. And then the NLT says it's just a little bit different. It says, so that your endurance has a chance to grow. Wow. And it says, so let it grow. So that uh, when your endurance is fully developed, you'll be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Wow. So there's that maturing part, that, that completing of who you need to become. Yeah. In order for you to really be able to thrive in whatever position that God wants to place you in in the long run. I believe that. And that that time of testing, that time of temptation, that time of making and molding and really honing. Yeah. Nah, it's not pleasant. No. And it, it does require patience because our first inclination is, why do I have to go through this? Yeah. Why me? I don't need this. Yeah. I'm good. And when God begins to put you through certain things in your life, and if you have any type of awareness, you'll start to, to think like, yeah, yeah, I'm not as complete as I thought I was. Mm-hmm. I'm not as mature as I thought I was. Right. You know, there were some areas definitely I need to mature in. Yeah. Like I, said, I was selfish. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think I was selfish because I pay the bills. I, I do what I'm supposed to do. I give the check home. But still, there was that selfishness there that needed to be worked out. Yeah. Because you know, I wanted to do all these things for me mm-hmm. and for my reputation and for my namesake. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't do that if you say you really are my child and you say you want to follow me. Yeah, you got to get rid of that. Yeah. But I didn't even know it was there. So how could I get rid of what I didn't even know existed in me? Yeah. So yeah, situations help bring it out yeah i think it took everything that we we went through and everything we're going through it's what it took and or takes 
for us to become what God wants us to become. Like yeah. I say, didn't know I was as mean as I was. <laughs> oh, me either. Oh my gosh. Say, oh my goodness. Didn't we didn't know, know until we had them kids. Had kids, like, and like I say, it was all lovey dovey when mm-hmm. it was just being you. But once oh, you had yeah. to start, you know, melding different views yes. and you know teachings around how to raise the kids and trying to figure out how to come together and oh, I know I didn't oh quite gosh. you know handle situations correctly as the husband you know jumping oh. in the middle of things at the wrong time and oh my goodness it was something it, it was it was a, a I, process I, I had a, lear- a huge learning curve like oops oh boy when yeah. I look back like oh I'm so sorry y'all I didn't know mama didn't know <laughs> yeah but yeah it, you start learning stuff it took me having patience with you but like I say it wasn't it was the other way around too you having patience with me mm-hmm. because at that time, I was terrible when it okay. came down to communicating because I didn't talk to a lot of people growing up. I yeah. kind of grew up by myself for the most part. The only person I kind of talked to was my father. Mm-hmm. So expressing how I feel and being able to explain what's going on in my head was extremely challenging for me. Mm-hmm. Never really been in a relationship like seriously before getting married. So I jumped right into marriage. And right. now I, I yeah. you're expecting me to, to share all my thoughts and my feelings. And it's like, that's annoying <laughs> when I'm used to just leave me alone. Let me think it through. Yeah. I'll come out of it. I won't say nothing stupid. We'll, we'll get through it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know how that was impacting you. Yeah. And in the same way, like I say on your side, like me learning patience with sometimes how you choose to explain things, express yeah. things. And it's like, I'm very logical. I'm very like yes. A, B, C, D. Yeah. And you a little I'm, bit scattered. I'm, I'm a little <laughs> random, a little random. Our communication has definitely improved. But but it took yeah. patience and it took perseverance working through those times where, no, we were talking past each other. Mm-hmm. We weren't quite communicating yeah. the way that we needed to in order to get to the root of the matter. Some stuff took years for yeah. us to get to the point where we could really deal with it mm-hmm. it didn't happen overnight oh no and that's that's one of i think one of the biggest misnomers of people that get married mm-hmm. is like they say that well uh like I say you suppose richer for better words all this stuff and mm-hmm. say and they assume that the minute i say i do that i completely 100 percent trust you with everything yeah you know my heart my soul my innermost thoughts it's like come on man no, no i don't no it's like that's something you got you gotta earn that right and it takes patience to be able to develop the relationship yep. and the, the trust necessary for you to be able to to get to that point yeah. and can i say and you don't just check out the first at the first argument or disagreement like that's where the perseverance comes in like we're going to keep working at it absolutely because this is what i want is a good marriage i want a great relationship with you and it's going to take time energy mm-hmm. and effort so yep. okay back to the drawing board what did, where did i mess up what did i say or didn't say what should i have said or should not have said you know next time we have this disagreement or next time we have a, a different views of something i'm going to approach it differently like you learn and you keep working and working and working mm-hmm. and letting the lord work with you and you you start seeing like hey i'm maturing that's the key I'm you're maturing re- i'm not reacting the same way as i used to this ain't getting to me like like before so it it does make a huge difference when we allow god to work on us with our patience absolutely and whether you want him to or not he is so Right. But you know what? I was thinking when you were talking about Joseph and different ones, like when God does give words like to Abraham and different, these are like huge, huge things. Mm-hmm. And you can't shortcut the process because you won't be mature enough to handle what God has has for you. You might not even get it if yep. you don't um, go through it because you won't be mature enough to handle it. So I think it's important that we allow patience to have her, her, her perfect work, as the Bible says. Yeah. And that is uh, one of the challenges, again, that we have today. I'm not going to say yeah. with the youth. I'm just saying just gen- in general. Mm-hmm. We we want things fast and in a hurry. Right. And when they don't occur as fast as we would like it to occur, whether it be having a good relationship with your mm-hmm. companion whether it be having success with raising your children, whether it be building a career that's actually meaningful and, mm-hmm. you know, adding value, whether it be growing, if you want to grow a ministry, we just don't want to wait. Yes. And we don't want to have the patience necessary for us to be developed so mm-hmm. that we can do these things right. successfully. Right. We, we just assume that when I walk into it, I'm already ready. And no. that's quite the contrary. 
when you walk into it, you're just getting started. Just getting started. And if we come in with that mindset, like, I'm going to put on patience because it's something that we have to put on. It's something that we have to continually and consciously remind ourselves to to have be patient, mm-hmm. wait for it. And yes. that's where that faith comes in because we know that there is an expected end. Right. But that's kind of sometimes the problem. It's like, I just want to get to the end. Yeah. But again, if if we really want to, when we get there, be successful. Right. We have to put on patience while mm-hmm. we're in whatever it is we're going through right. in order for us to be made and so that we can grow and we can mature into the stature necessary for us to have success yeah. in that moment. Yeah. Because just think about it, if Joseph had not went through the things he went through, if he had not matured and he had not grown, if he still got to that position, mm-hmm. oh. do you think he would have been as forgiving um, no. to his brothers? Do you think he would have really, you know, helped the family out? That would have been his opportunity to, like, now is my time oh, yeah. to, you know, I'm going to show all of y'all. Right. Say, Remember what you did to me? Payback. Remember what you did to me? You know, but he, because he went through things and he was growing, he was maturing, he was learning, he was developing. By the time he got to where he was supposed to be, mm-hmm. he was ready. Yep. And we, again, we do that a lot. We try to short circuit it. Yep. And we get there. Yeah whatever there is or what we perceive there is a lot of times what God has for us and what he calls success is polar opposite to what we call success. Uh, And that's part of the problem too, because Mm -hmm. we're not aligned as far as what it is. His will is versus what ours is. Mm -hmm. So that's a whole problem there. And a lot of that, the patience and the tribulations and the trials to get you aligned. So you can say, nevertheless, Mm -hmm. not my will, but thy will be done. That's a whole nother thing there. (laughs) But again, if, if we don't allow ourselves to be made and to be molded and in doing so putting on patience while we go through it then when we get there we will not be successful yeah um so many right. people because they define success a certain way especially mm-hmm. when you talk about the homes you talk about married mm-hmm. couples mm-hmm. you talk about children you talk about you know just the family dynamics so many people define success by have a nice house have a nice vehicle you know mm-hmm. have a good job good paying job we can do all kinds of stuff. Educated. We educated and all that stuff. But we don't take into account that there are things that are definitely way more valuable, way more important than right. those things. Right. Kind of funny and kind of ironic. Yeah, I'm educated. Yes, mm-hmm. I do have multiple degrees. Yes, we do have a, a nice home. We have a nice neighborhood and we have the vehicles and stuff like that. We finally are at a position financially where we're, we're comfortable. Right. But... As I was going through that journey, oh yeah, it's like a lot of that stuff stopped mattering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Truthfully, yeah, because you just realize like, yeah, there's just so much more to life. There's things that are just so much more important for mm-hmm. me. What became por- important instead of like I said at the beginning, me getting to a certain stature and me mm-hmm. proving that I can to get right. to a certain place and you know I can have. It became like no, I just I just want to make sure that that me and my wife are good. Yeah. I just want to make sure that my kids are able to have a good relationship with them. Yeah. I don't want to just give them stuff because that's the that's where I was trekking. Mm-hmm. If I would have went in my mm-hmm. own way, if I would have followed my own path, my own understanding, yeah. I would have gave them a whole bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't have had me. Right. And somewhere along the way, you know, I had that epiphany, saving all. Yeah. That me being there was more important than me making money. Yeah. That's know. the same for me. Like. I had to, I finally came to a a conclusion, like, um, being famous and well-known for my plays and writings and stuff is not, it's not the, not as cracked up as it appeared to be or seemed to be. Like, I want to be a mother. I want to be a wife. I want to be present and here. It's not that serious. You know, like, calm down. But it took me a while to get there. But when I got there, I'm like, oh, huh. Okay, because before it was all stressed out, mad, like, oh, my God, my dreams are not going to be fulfilled. Oh, I have all these kids. Oh, I'm not going to be able to. Oh, when am I going to? When's my time? And I got little kids, you know, like, come on now. Yeah. Focus on what, where you are. But in my mind, I was like, well, I got to do this now while I'm young. I got to do it now, 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 now. You know, the, the window's closing. Nah, nah, nah. And stressing out and just not in, in focus and in tune with family life but after a while it started like you say it just started fading away like this is most this is more important being with my family being a good mother being a good wife 
that was what it was. So it, it took me a minute too, but I got there. I'm here now. So now it's like, okay, now what? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I, I don't, you know, I'm glad that I got there because I could have been traveling all over the place or trying to keep honing my skills, ignoring the family, ignoring you, ignoring church, ignoring God, trying to chase something that, you know, it's not for me. And that's the part of uh, patience that we, we miss is like patience to believe that if God has promised us something or if he's shown us something, just like Abraham. Yeah. If he said he's going to do it. He gonna do it. Well, I didn't say God said that. No, that was all me. I know. <laughs> I know you. But I'm just saying, generally speaking. I just had that dream, like, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole another thing. And that's that's part of the, the, the challenge yes. that we have yeah. is we are trying to accomplish and achieve the things mm-hmm. that we desire. Right. Not really knocking that. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, you have to, especially if you're a believer, you yeah. have to go back and yes. put first things first and put things in perspective and put things in on the right priority. And that's really challenging, yeah. especially given the way that the world is today. To your point, it is like now, now, now. Yeah. I got to do it yesterday. If I right. don't do it now, then I'll miss my time and I'll miss my opportunity. And for what God is calling out of us, it may not even be the opportunity that he has for you. Exactly. And if it is... Again, if he's saying just be patient and wait, yeah, we should do that because yeah. if we do it that way, then there won't be so much carnage yes. behind us. I'm telling you, and I have so much peace now, so much peace with where I am in life. It's like I appreciate the Lord for for bringing that to my attention. Like you need to wake up, honey. Like I like this, that's why I say it's a willingness. You yield your your will to the Lord. True. And it may not be what you think it is, but it sure is better than what you think. God's God's will. Yep. And Hebrews ten thirty six says it pretty succinctly said, For you have need of patience. Mm-hmm. That after you have done the will of God, <laughs> you might receive the promise. Wow. And N V V says you need to persevere. Mm-hmm. And N L T says patient endurance. Patient endurance and what you need is what you need. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So in all these cases it's like if we're gonna really obtain the promises of God we have to put on patience true. because his timing is not our timing Mm-mm. and what he desires of us and what he sees for us is not always aligned. I'll say the majority of the time it ain't aligned with what we think and what we, cause we're looking at it from a very narrow, yes. very short sighted view. Yeah. You know, it's like putting your hand in front of yeah. your face and you can see your, you can see your hand, but you can't yeah. see all the things that's going on around you. It's, and it's self-centered. Oh, it's extremely self-centered. self-centered. Self-centered, self-serving, yeah. selfish. Selfish, that's all it is. And for what God usually is looking for us, uh, of uh, looking for out of us and what he's calling us to is very much so selfless. There it is. And that's right. He will not accept anything less. Right. So he will put us through the ringer <laughs> and push us in a way that will cause yeah. us to become selfless. Yeah. And so that's where true. that patience comes into play because again, if God said he's going to do something, if he said he's going to, Put us in a position or open up a door. Trust and believe that he's going to do it, but he's not going to do it until he's ready, but also until you're ready. Amen. Amen. And that part of you getting ready requires patience. Yeah. That's it. Go ahead. Sorry. Do you think that your success or your arrival upon what God has for you depends on your yielding? Absolutely. 100%. And that's what we miss. Yeah, we just think we're gonna get there anyway. It's like no, it is always a there's a a condition. Mm-hmm. If you, I will. Okay. And if you in the first half is usually be patient. <laughs> you know, like hurry up and wait. <laughs> Pretty much, I'm gonna show you, but but wait, mm-hmm. and that's where your your faith is being tried. That's where your faith is being tested. That's where it's being developed. That's where it's being matured so that when you get to wherever it is he called you to, mm. you're strong enough to be able to manage. True. And you can help others. There's Absolutely. So benefits to being what God created you to be. Yeah. Arriving there, getting there, obtaining the promise. But it takes patience. And that's the part wow. we struggle with because mm. it's just so much easier to short circuit it and get what I want, uh, get that feeling. 
but that's all you're going to get. And to your point, like you won't be able to help anybody else because you're not prepared. Right. And you won't be able to sustain that that right. success because you're not prepared. Right. Because you weren't really thinking about nobody else anyway. No, it was so, all about you. It's, it's very selfish. It's different when you get get it right. You're like, how can I serve others with this? And you'll be prepared, mm-hmm. which again, people fail to appreciate how important it is to prepare. Mm-hmm. Preparation is so critical. Yeah. We talk about like going back to like our starting point and how we kind of grew oh. with the kids and yeah. just learning oh, how yeah. to for me, learn how to be a husband, mm-hmm. learning how to be a father, learning how to to really come into this thing called adulthood. Yeah. It was yes. a lot of learning <laughs> yes. happening. On top of that, learning how to be a Christian, learning how yes. to be a believer, learning how to be yielded to the the voice of God and to follow his direction. All of this was happening Mm -hmm. at once. Simultaneously. But the funny thing is, is that as I learned how to yield and as I learned how to submit, as I learned how to become and get, get patient, Mm -hmm. things that I thought would not happen Mm -hmm. started happening way faster than I ever would even imagine it to happen. Wow. Like look at, like I say, thing, getting a home, we got a home, first home, way faster than I thought we would. Oh, yeah. We bought, then we bought another house, and, and they turned around and lost everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but before we lost everything, we end up in our, our home that we could actually raise our family in. Mm-hmm. So in a very short amount of time, we went mm-hmm. from living in West Lawn in the projects yeah. you know, to having our own home out you know, in the suburb far out suburb mm-hmm. and it's not something that I could have imagined happening because I didn't see a way you know sitting at the table I don't know how we're gonna do this mm-hmm. but God opened the door because it was in his timing yeah and he put us there and funny people look like I don't know how you're gonna stay there but right been there one stayed income there yeah. one income was able to do everything yep. that we need to do with the kids mm-hmm. like never had too much mm-hmm. never had too little right but it had just enough to be able to to meet the needs of the family. Mm -hmm. And it allowed me to be able to be there and to be able to be present with our children, to be able to actually raise them instead of me chasing money and feeling like I had to do all these other things. Had to have five side hustles and, Mm -hmm. you know, this, that, and the other, just to be able to get, create that lifestyle, but just kind of getting content and learning how to just rest in God and just be patient and don't rush stuff. Oh yeah. It really helped me to to and grow mm-hmm. as a Christian and a believer, to grow as a man, mm-hmm. to grow as a father, to grow as a husband yeah. in a way that is sustainable. So true. Like, ain't a flash in the pan. This is yep, who I am. That's slow burn. That's the best way. Slow yeah. burn. But it created it created me as I am today. Mm-hmm. Had I not went through those things, mm-hmm. had I not had to to deal with the things that we dealt with, I wouldn't be who I am today. Yeah. See, the Lord know he had the perfect storm, as they say. Yeah. The perfect. I had some growing up to do in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. A lot of things I didn't know about myself. You know, and we're talking about patience. Right. But that patience that I had to put on was waiting for God to help me see me mm-hmm. and then also help me become a better version of me. Yeah. And not only patience with him working on me, but also working with you mm-hmm. as well, working with the kids, mm-hmm. you know, working with the overall situation. Yeah. I had to have patience. I couldn't force it. There's things I wanted to do at times, but thank God I didn't because mm-hmm. it would have been a horribly wrong decision. Yeah. And be- had I been who I was, had I not been going through the process, had yeah. I not been growing, mm-hmm. I would have done something dumb. Right. And it, it could have derailed everything that we had been building everything that had been building yeah. um, and that's again that's something we have to be careful of we have to be careful not to get again restless mm-hmm. when things yep. ain't going well yeah but things start to feel like they're getting uncertain yeah and we just feel like i gotta do something yes because that's the worst time to do something yes because yeah. that's when you're going to typically do something that's mm-hmm. very very short-sighted and it's probably going to mess up 15 things for the one thing that it fixed. Oh my gosh, yes. But it's just so awkward and weird and annoying when it's like, do nothing. Yep. Just wait. 
And that's so hard. Like, what do you mean just wait? I definitely, I'm so used to doing something. Mm-hmm. But to wait is to delay on purpose. It's like, you could, God, you know, just tell me. Tell me already. You, mm-hmm. you know. But it, there's a reason for it to be that way. And and like you say, when he, when he's done, when you're mature, you'll be perfect. You'll be entire. You'll be, you know wanting nothing you can be trusted and you can be entrusted with more mm-hmm. from the lord because you see that you put your full trust in him and you're willing to wait on him absolutely and as a believer i mean if there's one thing that you could learn that really will help you mm-hmm. is putting on patience Ooh, yeah that's something. Because a lot of the issues that we end up dealing with is because we just don't want to wait. Right. And That's we don't want to persevere. We want the quick fix. Mm-hmm. We want to get out of it. We don't want to feel it. We don't want to have to deal with it. Yeah. So we're looking for the first exit. Yeah. And it's like, that's exactly what you shouldn't do if you want to become who he said you can become. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I ran across the scripture in Ecclesiastes that I like. It's, it's Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 8. I'm going to read the NIV, but the K- KJV is good too. And it says, The end of a matter is better than its beginning, and patience is better than pride. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff do be. It just. Because you want to look a certain way certain, yep. at, a, at a certain amount of time, quick, fast, you know, like flash in the pan. You don't want to wait, like it's, but it's better to wait because the end is way better than the beginning. Of course, it starts off rough and awkward and uh, kind of scary because you don't know if God didn't show. Everybody don't get dreams showed to them. Like you don't True. really know what your future holds if unless God t- tells you. But He's only gonna tell you in part. Yeah, so it's like, man, can, so I'm just have to trust the Lord and just wait on the Lord and be of good courage and He'll strengthen your heart. That's what the Bible says. Yeah. <laughs> And like you said, that pride thing, like where we get all in and discombobulated is because we see other people yes. achieving or accomplishing the things that we desired mm-hmm. to accomplish or achieve. It seems like from the outside looking in, yeah, they've arrived and they've made it. Yeah, and you'd be like, well, well why ain't I made it? But you don't know. You what really they, don't know what they did or what, didn't do, whether they made it or not. You just yeah. see whatever they show you. Mm-hmm. But we we jump to conclusions mm-hmm. and we make all of these assumptions. We fill in the blanks, and then because we don't want to, to your point, look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like, I could do that too. Yep, I'm just as talented. Why they exactly. why they get theirs? I'm just as this. I'm just as that. And then we go and we try to make it happen, just and then wrong. we fail miserably. Yeah, and then you ain't ready. Right back at square one again. And now it's even worse because mm. now you feel like a failure. It's like, I couldn't. No, it's not that you couldn't do it. Yeah. A lot of times you just started too early. You yeah. were just premature. Mm-hmm. If Had you been patient, had mm. you let it have its perfect work in you and you let it grow you and mature you, you let that time that you're not doing that really develop you and help you hone whatever the craft or the gifting is that's in you. Yeah. You would have been prepared. Right. But because you tried to do it kind of, you know, half cocked you know <laughs> yeah I, you flashing the blazing just a little bit yeah you're not prepared for everything that's involved in what you're saying that you're called to do yeah that's kind of like kids that have rich parents yep and they just get stuff handed to them and they're not ready yep it's like mess up the whole company yeah god ain't like that like yeah he's rich in housing land he has everything but he's not going to allow you to be a foolish son or daughter mm-hmm He's going to put you through the things that are necessary for you to mature and to come into the full stature of who he's called you to be. Mm-hmm. And no matter whether you like it or not, he don't care. Right. Because he knows what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And you're whining, and you're complaining, and you're hemming and hawing, and your disinterest is not going to change. Yeah what he's going to do because mm-hmm. he knows what you need he knows yeah. where you have these issues you mm-hmm. have these deficiencies mm-hmm. he knows your weaknesses he also knows your strengths yeah and he's trying to develop you mm-hmm. that's why being patient is so important right. and everything that we go through in every aspect or every stage and phase of life there's a, a portion of patience that's required mm-hmm as you get older, you should 
learn how to be more patient or should have more patience. But sometimes as you get older, you get short patience. Because I've been waiting all these years. <laughs> Wait some more, brother. You'll be all right. But the thing is, like, while you're waiting, you should be, get, like, like you, you should, said. There's something that should be happening. Yeah. So you're not getting bitter and mad. You per, you, you're persevering. You're letting the Lord work things out of you and working mm-hmm. things in you so you are ready for. You should be learning. You should yeah. be finding opportunities to grow and develop. Right. And if you use it, really use it wisely, this time of, of waiting, this time mm-hmm. where you have to exhibit patience, you will come out mm-hmm. much, much stronger, much, much better. Right. And you will be able to be so much more impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, last piece, kind of going back on the relationship part. A lot of times when we talk about marriage, we jump straight to marriage, but there's a time where you're not married. Mm-hmm. You know, those times where you're waiting yeah. for companionship, that's a, a great time to, again, learn who you are, mm-hmm. start working and start allowing the Lord to work yes. on you, Yes, your character. You know, some, you know, we got some things, we got some quirks about us mm-hmm. that if we allow during this time of singlehood, the Lord to work on you, by the time you come into marriage, you'll be just a little bit better prepared. Right. I'm not saying you're going to be 100% prepared, but you'll be better prepared than like myself jumping in yeah. like completely blind. Yeah, well, me too. <laughs> you know, not really having much time of singlehood and jumping straight into a full-on marital relationship I mean, yeah. and then trying to figure it out. Yeah, if, if I had that earlier time, I would tell anybody, use that time wisely. Yes. Don't be so quick to want to jump into it. I understand you want to be married. Mm-hmm. That's natural. That's normal. I understand you want companionship. That's natural. and That's normal. Mm-hmm. But if you're not growing and if you're not developing, it can be tormenting. Right. Yes. You're obsessed with it. Yeah. You're yeah. obsessed with it. But then once you get into it, because you don't know how to operate, yeah. mm-hmm. you haven't really grown. You haven't matured. You haven't learned how to communicate. You haven't learned how to compromise and you haven't learned how to, to even fuss and fight fear <laughs> right be patient learn you haven't learned to be patient with nobody <laughs> not even, and yeah. say you, you're not learning how to become more selfless yeah you could you could start working on these things before you get there right so that when you get there you'd be better prepared because there's a whole nother level of it but at least you have some familiarity. You right. ain't completely going to empty and mm-hmm. yeah, and, some discipline. Yeah, and set in yeah in your ways. Because if you do, it's gonna be a struggle. Oh yeah, and you are gonna have to put on a whole lot of patience. Yeah, either you or her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of y'all gonna have to put on, or both of y'all. Please, somebody put some patience on. Otherwise, you're gonna have a rocky situation, and mm-hmm. it truthfully might not last. Man, oh man, yeah. So it's so imperative that we learn how to put on patience mm-hmm. um, because after we have put on that patience, we will be able to, if we hold tight and if we persevere, we'll be able to receive whatever the promises are that God has given us. Right. Um, but at the, on the other end, if we don't, then we can potentially short circuit the, the process and we might not get the fullness of what he has for us. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. But I truly want the fullness of whatever he has for me. Yeah. So therefore, I'm going to let patience have her perfect work in me so that I may be perfect and I may be entire. I may be mature. I may be complete. Yes. And I may be able to grow however he wants me to grow. Thank you. Amen. Sing with me, everybody. I don't mind Well, that's our time. Thank you so much for listening. We hope this episode has further enriched your perspective. Until next time, I'm Mike. And I'm Talisha. God God bless. bless.